The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, Episode 50. Welcome to The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. I'm your host, Dr. Yishai Barkadari, psychologist and adaptability coach to entrepreneurs and business leaders. I believe that working on your business is more important than working in your business. If you want to achieve your business goals and dreams without the cost and pain of having to make every mistake yourself, then The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is the podcast for you. I'm here to help you learn from the lessons of entrepreneurs and business leaders to help you work on yourself and your business so that you can save time, energy, and grow faster. For those of you new to the show, The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai presents three new episodes each week. On Insight Sunday, we dive into the minds of business leaders through insightful guest interviews. On Story Tuesday, we dig deeper with them and learn firsthand from their stories, hard-earned lessons, and experience. On Thrive Thursday, it's just you and me on the couch, where you'll hear scientific research, my thoughts, and tangible tactics to adapt and grow yourself and your business. Grab a proverbial seat and listen up so you can learn from the minds and mistakes of business leaders and apply their wisdom to your life and business. Because Insight Sunday's interview was so packed and full of value, I decided to share it with you in two parts. On Sunday, Wilson shared his own story and how his journey uncovered his passions and allowed him to embark on his entrepreneurial and leadership journey with Visaggio. We ended with a bit of a cliffhanger, a moment of challenge for the entire Australian team of Visaggio in 2014. If you haven't yet, go back and make sure you listen to that before you dive into today's episode. Today, our conversation continues with Wilson sharing his leadership style, values, and their importance in working through the tough times. Wilson and I share ideas and analogies that form the core of how he leads collectively rather than hierarchically and the best practices in building strong, high-performing, deeply invested and committed teams. Before we dive in, I wanted to share that the Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is brought to you by Adaptability Coaching and Consulting. If you lead a six or seven plus figure business and experience a drag or dip in your growth, if you notice diminishing engagement or passion in your business, if you want to eliminate exhaustion and burnout in yourself or your teams, if you sense that you or your company would grow faster and stronger, if you could just pivot efficiently and effectively when circumstances change like they have so much in 2020, then you've got an adaptability problem. Adaptability coaching and consulting will give you and your business the psychology and neuroscience-backed tools to understand and leverage core adaptability skills through the unique 3D adaptation framework. You can learn to harness and leverage core adaptability skills to grow yourself and your company. You can learn to become fast, flexible, and formidable. You can learn to turn tough circumstances, reactions, and exhaustion into energy, excitement, and excellence for you and your company. To learn more, go to dryishai.com slash coaching or dryishai.com slash consulting. You and the branch in Australia got really tested when you lost this big contract and it was such a big piece of your business. And so from your business growing and growing really quickly, 
it went to suddenly having shrunk tremendously. And now you have this 25 person team and what do you do? And so I'd love to hear more about your values and how you made decisions in that moment and what you did and what the consequences of that was. So one thing that's very important to mention is that I wasn't alone there, right? So I do envisage we do have a group of people that, you know, is a special group of people. I do have business mm-hmm. partners and even in the beginning where my business partners were away from here in, you know, in Brazil, we could really could draw into their experience and have a conversation and support each other. It was really a moment where we sat to talk and what do we do? What do we do with the people? So one of the things that are very clear for us in the business is that Visage as a company, as a business, the differentiation is in the culture, is in, in you know how we treat ourselves as a family. So at that point in time, it was pretty clear that we didn't have two options. We only had one option because if we didn't look after the people, then we don't have the business anymore. Then the family is broken and we couldn't survive. So then the decision starts to become a little bit more still hard to make, but you know better what to do. Mm. So one of the things that we, first of all, we were very transparent with the people that we work with, you know, as I put everybody together and explain the situation. So by doing that alone, we quickly noticed that were people very happy to, you know, to take time off in a unpaid leave or, you know, as a very, as a group, we were very happy to make those decisions together. And even for those who were more anxious and stressed with the situation, so we may work together to help them uh, to find another job. And while we, you know, as so maintaining the business a little bit, uh, small at that point in time, someone else would go to another job. So I do remember two specific cases of someone that left and went to another job and ended up coming back two years later when we were in a different situation. And the other person is a person that refused to find another job. It was very emotional and the personal circumstances of, of her would mean that she would need to find another job. And yet she just accepted to stay in an unpaid leave. So again, now we, we only know the story how it happened. So we're fortunate to have a project, you know, as a contract back and, and she was the one in back and, you know, the rest is a nice story to tell. So there was those situations of, you know, that we didn't need to let people go. All my recollections are good experiences, you know, not necessarily what we wanted, but it's still good experiences. For sure, that made our business much more stronger mm. uh, to move forward later on. Yeah, I'm hearing some really important things that I want to draw out and highlight. One that you said, which I think is so, so impactful and so meaningful is you treated your team like family. And what I heard when you talked about it in that way and how you treated them is that you wouldn't turn your back on them. And even if or even when it wasn't possible for the business to support everybody who was in it, that you still wouldn't turn your back on them. And your goal and what's important to you is to make sure that they continue to experience success and that you would help and foster and move them towards their success, whether that meant 
to try to keep them or have them stay at Visagio or to help them find another job, that you were in any and every way that you could be supportive. There's, there's so much that I hear about not turning your back on them. And what you found in turn is that many people said, you care about us and you're supporting us. Let's think about what we can do to support you and Visagio. And some of them chose to take unpaid leaves to help reduce that burden because you were committed to reducing burden for them. And that process, even though it wasn't easy and some of it was really painfully necessary, that what it did do is that it really brought and strengthened and solidified the connection, the investment and the commitment that they had for you as you showed your commitment to them. And that sounds like it's a really big differentiator. And it's such a big part of your culture. The only thing that I would add to what you're saying, Isha, is that uh, I prefer to say that's not me, it's us. Mm. So we really operate as as a group and as a platform. And in that time, it wasn't necessarily me doing this thing. So we, we were together. So it wasn't the singular you, it was the the collective you. Love it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for making that point. It's such an important and beautiful point. And I think that point itself underscores exactly what your values are, which is it's not about you or you making the decision in a singular way. It's about what's happening collectively for all of you and how all of you can address it and make it work. It sounds like that value and living that value did a a number of really important things. In addition to really pulling and and having everybody come together, it also made the process much clearer. Now it wasn't, who do we get rid of? It was, what do we do to rebuild or to find more opportunity to continue to grow, to keep us all together, to keep this moving upward? That's a very different way of thinking. That way of thinking is a much more problem solving and solution oriented way of thinking. It wasn't who do we get rid of? It wasn't how do we save or how do I in the singular save myself or this or that? It was what do we do? How do we move forward? How do we create or find something? And I wonder what happened following that. How the team, how the collective you getting on that road responded to what was probably a big crisis. That's right. So what comes from that time is that there was a change in the market. There was some, some positive things going on. So we were in a, in a very good position to, to take advantage of those changes. We haven't seen any crisis since then, I guess. So we, we're talking about 2014. And since 2014, we have been a continuous growth in a very good pace. I would say even very aggressive pace which brings us to challenge of growth and how we, you know, how we manage a bigger team. So I think what's relevant in the context of the story that we're sharing is that this year, 2020, was a very challenging year for everyone. And one very, I don't know how much you were aware over there, Shai, but we are very fortunate here in Australia. So we are in a very different situation from many other countries because the uh, the impact of the virus in a health sense 
is much more positive than in every parts of the planet. So Australia has very few cases. In March, we didn't know that. In March, we were you know, scared and anxious. And I was having a conversation today about that with one of our business partners here. So we were really scared that this is it. So, you know, we'll be years, we're going to have losses and people will suffer. One of the reasons why it's relevant for this conversation we're having is that I can see the things that I share with you previously coming back to how we're going to address this, how we're going to care for the people. Uh, this time around, you know, there was some more opportunities to get help because then it's a, a broader crisis, not a company crisis, it's a world crisis. Is and maybe help from government, maybe you know, we're all investigating all those things together to see how could we go through it. Well, the, the good side of the story is that this year, again, we're very grateful, fortunate that this year wasn't bad for us at all. So it was a good situation here. Yeah. So I'm hearing that you're experiencing and you're sharing gratitude and appreciation for, in particular, Australia having much less of an impact from COVID, though it's traveled across the world. And I'm also hearing that as you're thinking back to March, is that that anxiety, and it exists in a global way for other parts of Visagio, more so than your branch, that you're noticing the same process coming up of how and what can we do? How do we keep this commitment? How do we care for the family? And how can we then find our way to move forward? I like the way you put it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So if it's okay with you, I wanted to jump into what I call the couch rounds, which is some questions that I ask all of the entrepreneurs and business leaders that I have here on the business couch. Yeah, and let's go for it. Excellent. So I wanted to start, kick us off with, in your experience, does growth happen in quantum leaps or small increments? I think growth, in my experience, is in a continuum is a sequence of small growths and more sustainable growth. Sometimes a faster pace, you know, a, a big pace, but it's still continuous. Mm. So growth is continuous, but the rate of growth will change. Sometimes it'll be tiny increments and sometimes it'll be big leaps and sometimes there'll be kind of slower, more plateau-like, even though it's still growth. Yes. Awesome. Next question. Is innate talent or skill development more important in business? I believe so. I already mentioned about the fact that, you know, we have a very culture oriented and to a good extent, we didn't talk about that, but purpose oriented business. And we do take a long time. What we do to recruit people to the family is all is mainly value based. So we, we really look at those. Values that we think is important for the business, for the culture, and we explore those values as a skill. Mm. Does that make sense? So making sure you start with, I'm going to use an analogy. It's kind of like you need to start with a seed to grow the tree. I love that analogy. If I use that analogy, you know, what do you need to, the seed is the important piece. And that's what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. And what will make the tree grow, you know, is those more the technical skills, the capabilities to do the job. Those are the things that we will nurture, that we will teach and 
And if we have the right seed, it will grow. You will grow what you want to grow, right? It's about picking that right seed. If you pick a corn seed, you're going to grow corn. And if you really want to grow tomatoes, you need to pick the tomato seed. Yeah, exactly. And then it still needs nurturing. It needs the sunlight. It needs the water. It needs the nutrients. And there's a lot of caring for that. Exactly. That caring is the whole, you know, the, the leadership skills and the professional development that we invest for that plant to, you know, to grow strong and to grow, you know, as a forest, as a sense of, you know, sense of a team, not individuals. But it all go back to really what's the importance to have the right seed. Thank you. So I'm going to move to the next question. What kind of content have you been consuming lately, whether that's for business or pleasure? Uh, and how do you consume content? So I'm not sometimes embarrassed, but no, not embarrassed. And I'm not embarrassed to say that I'm a very bad reader. Uh-huh. So the good thing, and you know, we're here in a podcast. So the good thing is that these days are much more common to have podcasts, to have audiobooks. I have been reading, and by reading I mean listening, a lot of books, full books. So mm. if I if I can mention one is you know as a, a good to great, one trillion dollar coach, the Jim Collins, uh, you know the tools of Titans. Some of these I have read before, but I have been revisiting to, you know, to, to nurture, to nail some of those concepts and to see what I can borrow from mm-hmm. you know, those leaders. So it has been good. Yeah. So I'm hearing that you're not much of a physical book reader. Uh, you're a visual book reader. You're more of a, a listener. And so being here on a podcast, you, the audience is listening. And so you're in good company with Wilson, who also loves to listen. And such great recommendations. Thank you for those. Good to great, you said. Trillion Dollar Coach, Tools of Titans. Really, really wonderful resources. Great stuff. Thank you. Jumping into the next question, what are your non-negotiables? Whether that's in business or life, it could include things like routines or values, time you protect, or anything else. I don't have tolerance for treating people badly or not being respectful so I really come back to bad experiences I had in the past with uh, managers that were very unrespectful. Mm. And I remember even, you know, having consequences for not tolerating someone that's more senior that have that sort of behavior. Mm. That's for me non-negotiable. So you have to be kind. I have to treat others like you'd like to others to treat you. Full stop. Yeah. So respect, kindness, these are non-negotiables. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you. And last question, where or how can people find and connect with you and your company? And what kind of outreach is welcome versus perhaps not so welcome? We talk a lot about Visage today. I'm very happy for that because of the way I'm proud of the group. So to contact us in Visage is quite simple. So we do have a visage.com website. So in every single email sent to uh, the standard contact us, it gets to the partners of the business. So we do respond to all of them. So myself, Wilson Casado, you can find me in LinkedIn. LinkedIn is my key platform in terms of putting content, sharing thoughts, and that would definitely be the best contact to reach me out. 
So you mentioned about, look, I honestly welcome any contact. So there is not a contact that I don't appreciate and I, I intend not to return. So what I do ask people is to put some context around it. So if you just try to connect completely, you know, without any comment or why you're doing that and etc. So yeah, you might not get a response from me. Mm-hmm. But if you kind to introduce yourself and, and tell why you want to reach out, so you're very likely to receive a response from me. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for sharing and clarifying what is welcome and what will get a response and what may not get so much of a response. And I will put those links for your LinkedIn and also for Visagio in the show notes. I appreciate that. Of you're course. Very kind, very you know, generous. My pleasure. So I wanted to say thank you so much for joining and sharing your experience, your thoughts, your wisdom uh, with us, Wilson. And thank you so much for listening. I really hope that you gained a lot by listening to Wilson's story, his journey, and also how much he's learned and developed and the importance of continuing to grow and expand. I believe, Wilson, you called it continuous growth, whether that's the rate is a bit slower or that rate is really increasing or accelerating. Uh, and there are times for either one. There's so many really important lessons that I want to highlight here. I wish I had so much more time to highlight all of them. But you know, given that you listen to this, uh, you can go back and listen to it again if you need. But just to give a couple of a couple of points of recap, one is the importance of really those connections, the investment and caring in each other. And that's something that was shared that Wilson, you shared by way of you're talking about your relationship and your wife who trusts in you when you are taking risks or when you have taken risks. And at the same time, you've also talked about that in Visagio, in your own experience of the startup experience and the challenges when losing a contract or when the growth stalls or it becomes really challenging is that experience and view of having each other's back and how important that is and how big that is and how it's been such a foundational piece of your life, Wilson, and also of the way you are both in Visagio. And that's been such a big part of the success that you've had and that you help other companies have, as well as it's been a key part of overcoming obstacles when they show up and working through them. And so thank you so much for that. I also really appreciate the way that you think and how you answer some of these couch questions, talking about the values that you have and making sure you find them and then nurturing very much like that analogy, which I think is such such a great analogy of the seed and the tree. You got to start with the right seed, know what you want to grow, start with the right seed. But then there's a lot of work in the nurturing. And you mentioned culture, which perhaps on Story Tuesday, we could talk more about culture pieces. And so thank you for sharing that and, and the importance of really investing in yourself and your people and that not just the singular you, but the collective, the plural you. So thank you so much. And I cannot wait to dive deeper into your hard-earned lessons and learn more on Story Tuesday. Thank you very much, Shai. Thanks for joining us today on The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. If you enjoyed today's episode, take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It helps grow the show and gives more people like you the ability to learn and grow. 
You can also click the share button to share today's episode directly with someone you know would enjoy it. The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai podcast artwork is made by Sam Barkadari, show notes by Yishai Barkadari, and music by www.purple-planet.com. The advice and opinions of the host and guests are our own. I'm a psychologist, but not your psychologist. The conversations and content of this podcast do not contain or create any psychology practice, diagnosis, or therapist-patient relationship with either the guest or the listener. So do your own research before using anything from this podcast. Thank you for listening. Remember, our thoughts and reactions affect our actions. By listening, we can learn from the challenges others face and the choices they make so that we can make better decisions and get better results. 